In today's episode of Your Best Life, we discuss with Jeremy Duell reconnective healing, creative art therapy, and rapid transformational therapy. We're discussing how to eliminate limiting beliefs, how to truly open yourself up to become magnetic to all of your dreams and desires by eliminating feelings of inadequacy and low worth. We discuss how creative art therapy can help eliminate the fear of failure. All of this and more in today's episode with your host, Suli Trevino. We, we met about a year ago, right? Or a little bit less than a year ago? Right. It was, um, when was it? I actually, it was the beginning of December. I think yeah. It was the, uh, yeah, it was the conference and, uh, yeah, what, what a cool conference. Oh yeah. Um, Palm Springs. Yeah, it was, oh, it was extremely mind blowing. The, the transformations that I saw there were, wow. They were, <laughs> I don't really think I can find the words to describe them, but um, yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm so glad that we were able to, to meet there. And, um, mm-hmm. and so how's everything been going for you with, with the reconnective healing and, you know, what else you have going on? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been going great. And actually, since the, uh, the conference, um, you know, when you first get out, you want to get a little bit of uh, practice. And so I, I worked on you know some friends and family to kind of start off with and Mm -hmm. uh just kind of get a little experience right but um it's so in doing that there's um it's been a lot of fun a really cool journey because you know sometimes friends and family they might take you seriously they might not so sometimes those people can be some of the toughest critics or Mm -hmm. uh because they know you and they're like wait a second didn't i see you you know, I don't know, doing something crazy or I remember <laughs> when you used to pick your nose or whatever. <laughs> you know? Right. They can become the, the skeptics. Yeah. 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 But so what's been so much fun is seeing um, these these uh, friends and family respond mm. in such an awesome way yeah. and them recognizing that there is, you know, such power and such uh, transformative ability and um uh, potential in, in these modalities and the, yeah. and, and it's really an awesome thing. So that's to be validated like that, um, is a fun thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, uh, then I branched out a little more working with, um, other people and especially during, you know, this crazy coronavirus time, uh, people are seemingly, you know, searching and looking for other methods or ways of, um, trying to cope with reality or, or find peace or solace or heal. And so um, that's how I was able to find quite a few other um, clients or people to work with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so essentially, I guess, finding that silver lining and making the best out of a um, crazy yeah. time. And uh, yeah. then having the feedback from these people of such incredible um, transformations and uh, it's been it's just been a really awesome journey and inspiring for me and uh, I, all the people, I suppose, that I've come into contact with as well. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that the um, the reconnective frequencies um, have really had such far reaching effects. Uh, every single person, if you think of it, that was there at the uh, at the conference. What would you say that was about 100 people or a little less? Yeah. Somewhere around I that would- number. 
I think somewhere around that number. Mm -hmm. It's hard to gauge once you get up to that. Mm -hmm. It was definitely around that number. It was not, you know, some super small conference or anything. So probably around that. So everybody that was there obviously, um, you know, went through the same experience of going back and then um, practicing with their friends and family. And so that's kind of just the way it all gets started. And it, it, it has a snowball effect, let me tell you. Because then, you know, those people start connecting to other people. And then before you know it, you have, you know, um, somebody completely new that that is calling saying, hey, I heard that you do this. What is this all about? And, and you know, it just it really gets the momentum going. And it's incredible to see um, the results um, and the transformations that take place once you get this process started. Some of the things that actually happen, you don't even expect to happen mm-hmm. right because they're so yeah. personal and that you don't yeah. really even think that that's where you're headed or that's mm-hmm. your a goal that you have in mind but then it just it just happens it just comes into fruition so that's been yeah. very amazing to see yeah and um there's it's so funny because kind of talking about what you mentioned there sometimes things happen in a way that you don't necessarily expect right and then in all kinds of ways, meaning sometimes a bonus or mm-hmm. a really awesome uh, experience happens. But then also I've had, you know, one or two experiences where it seems like the client or person receiving the healing maybe didn't necessarily at that moment feel something that was just so mind-blowing. So they were just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is nice or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in hindsight or over the next maybe week or two or three, um, you understand or they come to a realization of, wait a second, you know, maybe I haven't been uh, freaking out in traffic as much or I haven't been. So it's yes. sometimes it, it is a um, subtle. less, yeah, a little more subtle, less overt yeah. uh, way right. of um, of uh, dealing with and changing their life. Mm-hmm. And another interesting thing about these frequencies is that it does seem to also act as a... Um, almost activator or catalyst for your life um, purpose, like goals or just kind of um, moving forward in your life. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced that just even on my, in my own life, Mm -hmm. but then in the same way, sometimes these people, if they don't necessarily feel, because again, there's a whole gamut of um, experiences that people can get from these healings. And some are more noticeable and some are again, more subtle, but, in some ways, it can also be just kind of a um, cohesion of your life right. or a focusing of your life and um, or breakthroughs yes. uh, emotionally or different mm-hmm. things that, again, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily expect but are just as found. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can attest to um, just me personally. I felt that once I did the first small workshop um, in the summer of last year in Chicago, which was a very... Um, funny story I just I I was there visiting my family in Chicago and I had been researching and looking into reconnective healing about a month before getting to Chicago and once I got there I met up with uh with a with a practitioner and he happened to mention to me that that same weekend there was going to be a reconnective healing workshop and so it was it was the next day yeah and I I, I went to the website and sure enough, there was openings still. So I invited my mom to come along and I met Dr. Eric Pearl and Jillian um, mm-hmm. just the next day. <laughs> and oh, wow. That yeah. was, I mean, 
you know, synchronicity there, of course. But after that initial workshop, let me tell you, I felt like I was really headed in the correct direction. I felt a lot more clarity. It was just me going after it and, you know, without hesitation or fear. Um, it was just a lot of clarity and focus in my life. And I, I honestly felt a lot lighter um, with a lot less fear of, um, you know, what could go wrong or trepidation or doubt. It was just me going for it. So mm -hmm. that was just the initial little workshop. And then after the the main conference in December, that's when things started to, <laughs> to really shift and, you know, just take off from there. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just amazing. So, Jeremy, talk, talk to me a little about this uh, creative coaching and uh, what that entails, because this is honestly the first time that I've heard about them, this type of coaching. Yeah, sure. Well, um, creative coaching. So in the broader scheme of things, I'm not even sure if it is a real thing that other people are doing, <laughs> but it is <laughs> it is something that is just so natural inside of me mm -hmm. and i would say is uh like like you mentioned when uh you met uh and went to the workshop met eric pearl and jillian these kind of uh, experiences that you felt um a little bit more clarity yeah uh and this kind of thing so things kind of naturally arose inside of you to kind of give you a little wink or a little if, if synchronicity or something to say hey you know you're on the right path mm -hmm. or this feels good this feels right um so since i'm telling you since uh starting this reconnective healing journey that i'm doing mm -hmm. uh things have progressed in all kinds of interesting ways so i my background before this was in architecture mm -hmm. i worked in architecture for 10 years and uh, have always been just a very creative person mm -hmm. and in going through school and just different design mm -hmm. opportunities or things like this, I, I came across people that would say things like, oh, I, I wish I could draw or, oh, I wish I could be creative. Mm -hmm. And me coming from that background and it being fairly just fluent. Yeah, um, it's a gift within that me. you have. Yeah. yeah, it's a gift. Mm -hmm. But I recognize in the same way that all people uh, have latent abilities too, like reconnective yeah. healing. It's not right. anything special about us. Right. It's just something latent that if you, sometimes it takes a little more work. Sometimes mm -hmm. people get a little more easily. But so, yeah. long story short, I say, well, wait a second. You say you can't draw. You wish you could draw. Well, could you draw a stick figure? You know, uh, just a, a, and then maybe add a dress or pants mm -hmm. and then add a tree and eyeballs. And then after, you know, a couple more minutes of details, look, you have a more filled in picture mm -hmm. that maybe you thought you could even do. Yeah. So that is a small example to say the creative coaching is my way or a way of me unlocking that latent ability inside everyone because okay. we all are creative beings. Yes. Just some people are a little bit more naturally gifted at it. Some others have to work maybe a little bit more hard, mm -hmm. a little, a little, spend a little bit more time with it. Mm hmm. But um, so, for example, I would work with people depending on what their goals are. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if they just want to be more creative in general or if they have a specific avenue in their life that they want to develop a little bit more creativity in. Yeah. And so then I present them. I, I listen and I because I 
just understand creativity and just comes naturally, uh, I can hear certain areas that maybe they are needing a little more, more awareness or exposure in. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do some exercises or um, present maybe some uh, challenges for them to kind of work to get those muscles or those uh, creative juices flowing. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, I seem to understand here. Um, so what are some of these exercises that you, you have someone do so they can get those creative juices to flow? Yeah, yeah. Um, they, and really, most of it is fun because creativity of is really about just kind of opening your mind to yeah. new possibilities or seeing things from different perspectives. Right. So um, uh, here's two fun examples that anybody can do. Mm-hmm. And these are um, ones that are just very simple and kind of get you in that flow or mindset of understanding um, a certain aspect of creativity and the freedom of letting your mind go and flow a little bit. So back in the old days before everyone had TVs and cell phones all the time, <laughs> and I'm talking like I'm 80 years old or something, but anyway, uh-huh. um, people would like look at the clouds and say, oh, this cloud looks like a turtle or this cloud looks like a dog mm-hmm. or, <laughs> you know, this cloud looks like a city. And I'm like a city, I see something completely different. I see a crown or anyway. Mm-hmm. So that example is a really simple and easy one of both people could be looking at the exact same cloud and find five different things about it. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. That is a, like a uh, perspective shift. Yeah. And then uh, another fun example is, and I do this with my kids um, mm-hmm. sometimes too. It's a fun game where, for example, like on a sheet of paper, maybe I'll draw a scribble or I'll say, hey, you know, you, you guys or uh, whoever draw a scribble or whatever it would be, a shape, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just looks like some kind of crazy thing that looks like nothing. <laughs> and then uh, the other person or I or whoever is wanting to do the uh, experiment looks at that and kind of looks at it a bunch of different ways, turns it upside down, all around, and looks at it and say, oh, well, if I, I kind of see you know, a ghost or something on this side, but if I turn it this way, it kind of looks like a duck. And the same kind of thing with the clouds. And then you take that, and you draw what you see that would be. Ah. So, so how about this? How about a triangle? A triangle is just a triangle, but it could also be part of a hat, or it could be the nose of a jack-o'-lantern, or it could be, you know, all kinds of yeah. things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are some fun little uh, starter exercises just to even understand how creativity uh, is, a, is kind of, or an aspect of it is letting your mind go and going with the flow and kind of uh, noticing new perspectives on things. Right, right. Oh my God, that's amazing, Jeremy. I um, I mean, just between um, me and you and another friend, we did a little bit of uh, poetic uh, creative art writing. And uh, that yeah. was... <laughs> That was so much fun because we each got to add a little piece to this um, to this song. And mm-hmm. yeah, that I mean, that was amazing just to be able to create something within like a group of three people. That sounds amazing, but yet so beautiful yeah. and, um, you know, artistic and original. Yeah. 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 And and I'll say one more uh, 
really important aspect of um, creativity and, and being creative is uh, knowing that there's not there is no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. a lot of times people will feel will shut themselves down or not even let let themselves have an idea or maybe they'll have an idea and then shoot it down immediately thinking like, Oh, that's so stupid. If I were to say that everybody would think I'm so stupid or whatever it would be Mm -hmm. judgment. That's very true. But for example, a lot of inventors or scientists or all kinds of successful people in the world have talked about that failure is not, you know, failure is a part of, what we perceive as failure is a part of everything in life, meaning you're not always going to be perfect or get everything right. Right. Yeah. But uh, allowing for that failure, it is never a true failure because hopefully you can learn from it. Learn mm-hmm. from, well, I liked this or I didn't like this. Yeah. And that openness to go with that flow or what well, you might even say receive ideas or have ideals come through. Yeah. Um, and if you throw an idea out there or you kind of play with one option or one iteration, uh, it might not be the best one, but it might be a first or second step to a, a secondary greater option that if you had never had that idea or the bravery to say that thing in the first place, then you might not have come to this later uh, iteration. So a lot of times there's some fear thinking that, you know, I'm just not good enough or mm-hmm. whatever, and that's not it at all. And really it's, having that element of playfulness yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think our kids really help with so much because during that first couple of years of their life, they're, they're constantly in that imaginative state of, you know, just mm-hmm. playing and uh, creating something in their imagination, you know, or you know, just being kids and the way they are. So, right. Yeah. Right. I think that it's kids. important to, to maintain, um, you know, that spirit of uh, just being curious and open-minded, open-minded and inquisitive throughout our adult yeah. life. I think it's essential, yeah. right, to be connected to our inner child and just to allow for more joy, right, right. In, in life. Yeah, kids, kids are so amazing in that sense because they are still so pure, mm-hmm. still so close. And connected to God, Source, Creator, yeah, uh, and have, and still have that kind of spark of uh, liveliness in them, and have not been programmed right. in a way uh, to say, "Well, no, you can't go to the moon," or "No, you can't fly," because kids understand they could do anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're taught later on that no, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can only do this on Sundays, you can only do this, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's so true. Kids are so amazing and such an uh, incredible inspiration. Yeah, absolutely, Jeremy. Um, all right. And so tell me a little bit about um, the way you've been using uh, both of these healing modalities in your um, your line of work. And if there's any other um, healing modality that you have recently discovered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... Uh, let's see. There's a few things. My brain just went into too many places at once. (laughs) (laughs) I know those um, are two different questions. Sorry about that. (laughs) Whatever, whatever, you know, you want to put out there, we'll just go with that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, um, as a part of reconnected healing, Mm -hmm. uh, we understand as practitioners 
that we are not necessarily sending healing to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we are not, yeah, we're not sending healing. It is really about receiving healing. And um, that we, by connecting with the client uh, energetically mm-hmm. uh, or intention, with our intention and this kind of thing, or it helps even better if they're in person, but doesn't have to be there because mm-hmm. it's just easier connection. Right. But um, when you do that, we're kind of like holding space. And as we receive um, and allow that, as long as the client allows for that reception and receives as well, Mm -hmm. then they receive the healing and experience the frequencies as well. It's like this kind of reciprocal thing. Right. And I, um, so in talking to clients, a lot of times I will talk about it. Like, um, if you are super hungry and, um, you, you, uh, you guys, I'm sorry, I just got distracted for a minute. Uh, if Okay, if you're super hungry and I can bring you food, but unless you accept the food and eat it, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be able to, it's not going to do anything for you, right? Mm-hmm. So all of this is talking about the openness of receiving. And so I, so in our healing, being able to receive as a client or even as a practitioner is so important. So what that is, what I'm understanding from that is that plays into a greater aspect of life. Mm. So, uh, about like worthiness Mm -hmm. and about, um, uh, is so much in life. For example, uh, Okay, if you were getting a massage, you have to be in a receptive mode and feeling uh, at peace and at ease to even be able to enjoy it. Yes, that's so true. (laughs) Yeah, and so um, how that even spills over into um, other uh, aspects of, let's say, spirituality or even relational things. Like you can... uh, be in a relationship or, you know, be praying and, and thinking, you know, you, oh, well, I, I wish things would get better in my life or this kind of thing, but you have to be open to receiving that and be open to, um, understanding you're worthwhile or you're able to get it. So I, I feel like I'm kind of rambling here, but, the, uh, just that little aspect of the reconnective healing yeah. has spilled over into so many other aspects of life of, the yeah. reception mm-hmm. of th- of good things. That's amazing. So that's one fun thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Jeremy. I completely um, can can relate to that aspect of just um, being open to accepting um, and receiving and, and feeling worthy, um, you know, of all of those great things and uh, being worthy of, of receiving those transformations, you know, and the changes and the shifting and the clearings. Um, and, you know, and then also just, of course, connecting, uh, with other people that, um, are also on that same wavelength. Uh, that's been an amazing aspect of this journey for me as well. And so, yeah, I mean, um, what I wanted to ask you 
apart from you know the reconnective healing frequencies and the creative coaching is is there any other um interests that you currently have uh in an, in an alternative healing uh modality uh well yes actually i uh <laughs> it's it's funny once you start down the path <laughs> uh your eyes are open to so many more things and it's like it's kind of like a spiritual candy shop like yeah. in a candy shop or something you're like oh wow this oh wow that so um yes yeah, so uh, another actually goes hand in hand with what i've been saying so far is that um sometimes uh even if you're you know doing reconnective healing session if a client or you know the patient does not feel able to receive or has some kind of a blockage then mm -hmm. again they won't get all everything out of it and what i'm understanding is a lot of times our own blocks come from emotional trauma yeah or um different uh traumas we've had in life that we are not necessarily aware of mm -hmm. and so when you're not aware that's a real crazy thing because you don't know what you don't know right yeah so uh, another avenue that I've just um, started to delve into and I'm really excited about is um, uh, something called, uh, it's RTT, which stands for Rapid Transformational Therapy. And um, the uh, person who founded it is Marissa Peer. She's a really great um, uh, therapist, super successful, has uh, been a counselor to all kinds of celebrities and royal family people and just super successful high profile people mm -hmm. and uh understanding that that is one of the root causes instead of you could go to counseling for years and years and years mm -hmm. and it'd be kind of like a band-aid yeah. but if you don't address the root issue then it's a lot of times it it takes so long or it might never necessarily get better so I'm actually interested in delving into this aspect now because I'm seeing how, in a holistic sense, mm -hmm. uh, healing is so multi-layered and multifaceted. Yeah. And um, if there can be certain blockages that stop you from, again, receiving other types of healing. So that's a very, really awesome thing that I've always been interested in, mm -hmm. counseling or therapy. And now yeah. um, this this program in particular seems to be very, very cool because it seems kind of cutting edge, mm -hmm. but still something that people are familiar with. People understand what therapy is. <laughs> okay. So is so, this, uh, is this like going through with energy work or is this talking? Right. So it is talking and mm -hmm. it, it includes a bit of hypnotherapy, Oh, okay. but, um, it, uh, essentially like one of the main things that, uh, Marissa Peer, who is the founder and, um, person leading this uh one of her main tenets is having people understand like i am enough or you are enough everyone is enough mm -hmm. so a homeless person on the street versus some kind of a multimillionaire ceo mm -hmm. uh a lot of society has programmed us to think that the ceo is better mm -hmm. and the homeless person is you know trash or something like that when really everyone is an incredible, awesome, you know, creator being. Yes. And so um, understanding that that homeless person, they might think, well, oh, I'd have to get my life together. I have to do this or just 
you know, that's an extreme example, but just anyone in their normal life. Maybe you uh, have a thing you want to go to or mm-hmm. you, and you're feeling very self-conscious or mm-hmm. long story short, you feel like you have to earn right. um, love or yeah. do something in order to be accepted when really you're you as you are is enough. Yes. You're the best. You're the best Suli there could ever be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the best Jeremy Duell that there could ever be in this world. Yeah, so trying yes. to do anything else, you know, we've been taught that, but it's it's bullcrap, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely so, understand. Um, you know, getting rid of the, those um, early um, beliefs that kind of keep our um, our potential kind of chained chained down or mm-hmm. leashed right or blocked releasing those um those belief systems or um just being able to shift them and learn to be more um unconditionally loving maybe accepting our Mm -hmm. of ourselves and you know um yeah yeah that's so true and uh i know it's been uh an experience i've had but i think everyone to a certain degree is probably harder on themselves mm-hmm. than other people. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it is part of it is really loving yourself and um, treating yourself nicely. Like if your best friend was going through a tough time, you know, it, depending on the scenario, you might have to say, hey, you know, it's time to get it together. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, you probably would give that friend a lot more encouragement and grace than what you might give yourself. Right. And um, that's not the way. We got to be. We got to treat ourselves so uh, the same way. Be give ourselves grace and, and love on ourselves in that way because yeah, uh, we're hey we're with each ourselves all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I always say too. Is um, the the most important relationship that um, you can ever have in this lifetime is the one that you have with yourself. And so mm-hmm. that it all starts with with self love, and that really great foundation of that self love, and then from there you, you can build on it. But without that solid yeah. foundation of of unconditionally loving yourself, and um, you know, being able to really look at yourself honestly, but with love, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily about um, bypassing, um, you know, or excusing ourselves. Um, it's it's really about just accepting what is and then moving forward in the best possible direction, you know, for, for yourself and for everybody else. Yeah. And so that might yeah. entail reparenting yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Or forgiving mm-hmm. yourself, right? Yeah. Or, or reaching out for, for help, right? Um, right. Yeah. And so once we, once we are able to have that relationship with ourselves, you know, we're able to also as a gift from the universe, I feel also connect with people that are on the same wavelength and then we can start to build a community. And so that's what I'm trying to do here on this podcast for everybody out there listening. And, mm-hmm. and it's been awesome. amazing. Yeah. So, um, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today and, um, for this mm-hmm. wonderful, great conversation. I'm sure we'll, we'll do another episode and, and talk a little bit more about, um, you know, these great things and topics. And, you know, once you get a little bit farther down with the RTT, we'd love to hear more about that as well. Sure. So, so yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Is there, um, sure. is there anything else that you wanted to add or touch on? Uh, yeah, actually I have uh, one more thing. Great. That I would, um, 
want to say, which is just so cool. So uh, one of there's been a lot of just incredible things come out of the uh, reconnective healing sessions I've done. A lot of uh, really cool things, but one in particular that is just so uh, amazing, and you might even call miraculous, and um, and that's is that uh, I, I did a couple of sessions or quite a few sessions for my mom. Oh, and my mom uh, had been having some, she's been through a lot the past couple of years. She had mm-hmm. cancer for a little while. Mm-hmm. She got through that, but mm-hmm. she had uh, some, some heart problems mm-hmm. where when she went to the doctor, they did, um, I'm not even sure what the procedure was, but okay. some kind of a procedure to find out what was going on with her heart. And they found mm-hmm. a particular uh, ventricle or tube uh, was dis- like disintegr- disintegrated in a way, and um, I don't know that disintegrated is the right word, but anyway, had yeah. deteriorated okay. in a way and mm-hmm. was not doing what it should, and it had um, just deteriorated to a great degree. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but I was not aware of this at all. So I did uh, a few concentrated, meaning like within a few days of each other, sessions for my mom, mm-hmm. and uh, she wrote a lot of really awesome things, told me about her experiences. Mm -hmm. It was really incredible. And then later when she went to the doctor, uh, because it was just her regular kind of time to go back to the doctor, they found out that that entire valve grew back. It regenerated and grew back entirely. And now I don't know. Wow. It it is. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. That is amazing. So it really is. The doctors' minds were blown. Really? We don't know what happened here. This is not a thing that ever happened. You know, usually we have to go in and wow, uh, you know, do some surgery or do some other stuff oh like this. My so, yeah, um, that is a really incredible thing. So I don't know that I could say it was a hundred percent the session or not. But all I know is, before it wasn't there, she felt awesome and great. Afterwards, it was better. So uh, it's got to have some kind of effect in that degree. Wow. Um, oh, wow. So that's Jeremy, a really that's miraculous, a, cool thing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is such a blessing. I'm sure that your mm-hmm. mom was really loving on you and glad she had mm-hmm. you <laughs> as her son. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's that's yeah. her boy. <laughs> that's right. I probably wouldn't get in trouble if I left the fridge open for a minute. But, uh, but, but what is so oh, cool that's amazing, that, Jeremy. Oh, I'm so yeah. happy to hear that. Well, thank you. But this does also go to show that so many things, there's so much amazing potential in yes. life that is beyond what our understanding normal limitations. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. I awesome mean, stuff. yeah, totally right. We're just on the on the precipice, I think, of of experiencing some truly amazing, miraculous um, new technology. I think that we're accessing through these frequent frequencies and, and quantum healing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just really opening up to our full potential as, as human beings. And so thank you for that um, incredible experience and sharing that with us. And I'm so happy to hear that your mom's doing well. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. Sending you guys a lot of love. And, and so thank you so much for, uh, for being here with us and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll pick it up from here. Me, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. I'm so excited for you. I wish you all the best with uh, your podcast. Thank and, you. Um, hi, everybody. Hope you're enjoying uh, this and all the future episodes to come. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Jeremy, thank you so much.
For more information about the topics and services discussed in this episode of Your Best Life, please check out the links provided below. Also, information about services with yours truly, Suli Trevino, are available at soulhealingshop.com. Be sure to tune in for the next incredible episode on manifestations, healing, and a wide assortment of incredible perspectives on life and living. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Your Best Life.